All right, Ariana, we're going to be talking about cults. You ready? Yes. <laughs> so what is a cult? A cult is a term that doesn't refer to religion at all, but is applied to a social movement. People have intuitive feelings about how the world, the word cult should be used, even when an organization or a movement meets the criteria of a new religion. So do you think that cult and religion are one and the same? Or do you think that's insane? <laughs> Either one of the same. Like... There's some, obviously some differences, but yeah. basically. So. One takes it to the extreme while the other one has balance. So, there's three types of cults. Mystically oriented illumination type, instrumental type, in which inner and experience is sought to forward its efforts, and service oriented type, which is focused on aiding others. Psychologically behind cults, experts who study cults suggest the human need for consent prompts people to seek out others or things to soothe their fears and anxiety. Research suggests that those elements and other have led hundreds of not thousands of people to commit to thousands of cults operating around the world. Do you think you'd fall into that category? I was not listening. Dad texted me, so I was... Bruh! Um, phone off. No, this is important. What, what is important? I'm telling him he needs to start saving money so I can go to a concert. A concert. Okay, yeah. Your mother's over here scrapping for pennies, doing work and research for her podcast because she loves doing it, and hopefully one day it could become her ultimate career. But yeah, you pop off with that, that damn text message about that damn concert. Subscribe to make that dream come true. Stop, Dominic. <laughs> what I said was, do you believe you would fall into a cult? Do you think you have the aspects of being a sheep? No, I feel, well, I don't mean this in like a snarky way, but I feel like I'm too logical. Like, when I was younger, I didn't even believe in like any religion. Like, mm. I faked it because I was like, oh my God, what if the off chance that it is actually real and then I get sent to hell forever? Fake it till you make it, brother. Fake yeah, it till you so make it. Yeah, so I kind of faked it. And then I was like, well, if I fake it, then maybe I can just end up believing it. And I never, like, we hit, like, Noah's Ark, and I was like, oh, I this is no way. Well. I don't yeah. mean that mean way. I just didn't believe it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, my grandparents. And that's the thing, too. That's why me, well, me, I don't know about your dad. Maybe your dad has the same aspirations, but this is one of the reasons why I did not baptize y'all people. So that way you can choose what religion you want to go to if you decide to go to a religion. I believe that I would probably fall into a cult. I'm very susceptible. I like saying yes to everybody. And that's really a very huge weak point of who I am is always trying to appease others. Oh, people-pleasing. Yeah, people-pleasing. There we go. <laughs> you know, if you want to be short about it. Sheesh. I'm trying to th How do you say it? It's like a thousand-word essay. I'm trying to put as many words as I can into this. All right, so kind of people and cults. Common characteristics that emerge between members of various cults include a higher level of education, a weaker spiritual background, higher financial success, younger age, and fewer time constraints. Whoa. Look at this. Dominic, get back over here. Nine categories of cults. We've got destructive cults. Doomsday cults, political cults, polygamous cults, racist, and terrorists. Hey, I may be a slob, but I have needs. Oh, wait, you're cult of the lamb? So 
So we play a video game on this Nintendo Switch, and I played Cult of the Lamb, and I got my son the game because I thought it would be really cool. He's beating my ass. He's already beat three main bosses, and there's only five. I've only beat two, and I've had that thing. I'm on what? Day 147? What day you on? 20? 40-something. He's on day 40-something. Can you believe that shit? I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. Stop trying to race. There's no race to, 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 I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Anyway, so destructive cults generally refer to groups whose members have, through deliberate action, physically injured or killed other members of their own groups or other people. That's what a destructive cult is about. So basically, like, the the one, like, what was it, James, Jamestown? We're talking pieces about, um, probably about 16 different cults here in a little bit. Bruh, you over here tripping and shit. We have 16 different? Yeah. Oh, my God. Damn, girl. All right, I'll get back on the mic here. Thank you. Yippee. That was a joke. You're mean. You know, when I think of cults, I think of Midsummer. That was a good movie. I hope you get trapped in a damn cult and your brain fries. Get out the damn seat. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You see how mad she got when I said there were 16? Look at that. Oh, it's already her bedtime. This girl had been going to bed at 1 a.m. every damn day, including the days that she's got to go to school. That's just a lie. That is not a lie. Those are facts. I'm always hearing you. Political cult is a cult with a primary interest in political action and ideology. Groups that some have described as political cults, mostly advocating far left or far right agendas. They're so fucking stupid. I'm so so basically, if if they're shitting on one or the other and making themselves look, I don't know. Well, is that considered a cult, or is that just considered good business practice? Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we got polygamous cults, and they teach and practice polygamy, marriage between more than two people. Usually, it's a man married to multiple women. Let's get that right. Most often, polygamy is one man having multiple wives have long been noted, although they are a minority. It has been estimated that there are around 50,000 members of polygamous cults. That's just in North America. Often, polygamous cults are viewed negatively by both legal authorities and mainstream society. And this view sometimes includes negative perceptions of related mainstream uh, denominations because of their perceived links to possible domestic violence and, of course, child abuse. And we got the racist cults. Oh, I think I know one of them. Sociologist and historian Orlando Patterson has described the KKK, which arose in the American South after the Civil War, as a heretical, her, heretical Christian cult. And he has also described its persecution of African Americans and others as a form of human sacrifice. During the 19th and early 20th centuries, the existence of the secret Aryan uh, cults in Germany and Austria strongly influenced the rise of Nazism. Modern-day white power skinhead groups in the United States tend to use the same recruitment techniques as groups which are characterized as the destructive cults. So racist cults kind of dive into destructive cults, so that way they have a handle and a stronghold on their sheep. Sheep. Terrorist cults. 
Now, these people adhered more to extremist and puritanical ideology in which the goal is to create a state governed by Sharia as interpreted by its religious leaderships who then brainwash and command their able-bodied male, sorry, subjects to go on suicide missions. Subjects view this as a legitimate action, an obligation even. The ultimate goal of this political military endeavor is to eventually usher in an end of the world era accordance with their Islamic beliefs and have the chance to participate in their version of the apocalyptic final battle in which all of their enemies, i.e. anyone who is not on their side, would be annihilated. In every cult, there's some kind of Yahoo that's always like, this is the end of the world shit. Yeah. There's always... It's well, like that one. What's it called again? Which one? Oh. Um, is it that UFO one? Yeah. Okay. I think I have that one in here. Angels Landing. I want to say it's called. So, the first one is called Nexium. So, the, a guy by the name of Keith Rainier started this cult in 1998. This cult amazed, amassed more than 18,000 followers across North America until 2017. Members had come forward to expose abusive practices. Women were re, re, uh, recruited, excuse me, shit, under the false pretense that they were joining sisterhood, which in fact was ended up being sex cult. Oh. Yep, a pyramid scheme which had tops known as masters, the middle known as recruiters, and then the newbies, or better known as slaves. Rainier was uh, tried in court in 2020, where more than a dozen women came forward. He was convicted of many crimes, sex trafficking, racketeering, and child pornography. Victims as young as 15 years old. He was sentenced to life in prison. His lawyer stating Rainier quoted, He is not sorry for his conduct or his choices. What the fuck was that? Just close the door. It could have been a tire blowout with an 18 wheeler. Maybe. Or a wife getting mad at her husband. Who knows? Anyway. I'll hit up the homies, see if they heard that. <laughs> so, Angel's Landing. The only reason I say that is because when we were having a meeting over there at where I work, you just hear this poof. Really loud. Uh, it was a blowout with an 18 wheeler. Oh, really? Yeah. And since we're so near the highway, I can imagine. Angels Landing. This was made by Lou Castro on a 28 acre compound in Wichita, Kansas. They lived extravagantly in the early 2000s. Castro's followers were convinced that he was an angel or a seer who could look into the future and know when you're going to die. Already suspicious of Castro's luxury vehicles and money that no one could explain where it was coming from, local law enforcement took an active interest when Patricia Hughes, a member of Angel's Landing community, tragically turned up dead on the compound in 2003. Then, when Patricia's husband died in a freak accident in 2006, local detective Ron Goodwin, Goodwin dived uh, into every bit of personal and financial information he could find on the people living at Angel's Landing. 
What he found was disturbing. Expensive life insurance policies were taken out on all people in Castro Circle and crashed in by members when someone in the market, oh, sorry, in the makeshift family accidentally, quote unquote, died. This pattern occurred around every two and a half years. Detective couldn't find any records for their leader, Castro. So in 2010, Castro moved and adopted a new identity. Didn't last long, though. He was soon arrested by the FBI for aggravated identity theft and fraudulent use of social security card numbers. So Lou Castro was really actually Daniel Perez, a man from Texas with many police reports, including a case involving sex crimes against two girls, 11 and 14 years of age, until he fled Texas. Through interviews with members of the commune, they uncovered Perez's sexual abuse of a woman and girls at uh, Angel's Landing. Perez was charged in, with 28 felonies and in February 2015 convicted on all, all counts and sentenced to eight years in prison. What you eat? A healthy snack. It's, it's a cookie, ain't it? Yeah. Good grief. All right, Children of God. This one was founded in 1968 by preacher David Berg in Huntington Beach, California. Attracting young runaways and hippies. You know where this is going already. Yeah. Preacher preached a kind of worship that combined the ways of Jesus with the free love movement of the 60s. 15,000 members across the world at its peak didn't work or go to school. The children of God didn't believe in the number of the nuclear family. So children were grouped together and tried and, excuse me, lived separately from their parents. In the 70s, Children of God became notorious for sexual practices that Berg's own children described as, quote-unquote, religious prostitution. Berg said it was more along the lines of just flirty fishing, that's what they used to call it, a sexual practice in which women would allegedly have sex with men to bring them into the cult. Berg promoted and encouraged the sexualization of children within the COG community. Another one. Why Charlie went on nutty, buddy? Yeah. Charlie, you ain't going outside. Calm down. As Berg manipulated the COG family with his sadistic practices, members started leaving the community, including the families of actors Joaquin Phoenix <sighs> and Rose McGowan, who both grew up in, ch in the Children of God communes. Berg died in 1994. 1994. <laughs> Children of God cult continues to exist and now goes by the name Family International, although the group claims the horrors are a thing of the past. Wow. Wow. All right, Church of the Lamb of God. Why are these names so long? I don't Jeez, know. Jeez Louise. The Lamb? Cult of the Lamb? Cult of the Lamb. All right, so Church of the Lamb of God, started by Irville LeBron. LeBron James? LeBron James. LeBaron <laughs> in Chihuahua, Mexico. LeBaron convinced his followers that he received direct instructions from God himself, which include using an abandoned Mormon doctrine, blood atonement, quote-unquote, that allows the killing of sinners to cleanse them of evil. LeBaron had 51 children with 13 different women oh my God. or his wives, and over two decades amassed hundreds of followers who allegedly murdered more than 20 people on behalf of LeBaron and his orders. He was arrested in 1979 and given to the FBI where he was charged for the murder of another 
polygamous sect leader and jailed for life in Utah. How the fuck he end up in Utah? I have no idea. He died in prison in 1981. His reign of terror still persisted for several years as he left behind a hit list of people he believed were traitors. So they kept killing even when he was in jail. The Utah jail. All right, we got the Manson family. Yeah. Started in San Francisco in 1967 and later that year moved to Los Angeles. Mr. Charles Manson tried and failed to establish himself as a musician. Well, who the fuck know he'd go all the way that way? Yeah. Manson became obsessed with the Beatles song, Helter Skelter, and started using the term to describe a race war he believed would usher in an apocalypse. And in August of 1969, he sent a group of his followers to a house in Benedict Canyon and told them to kill everyone inside. The victims included actress Sharon Tate, then married to Roman Polanski and celebrity hairdresser Jay Sibring. The next night, Manson's followers murdered Rosemary and... Equally, I cannot read that name. Lens... I fucked up his name because I can't even read it. I don't know what it... But Leno. Leno. At, Leno at their host. At their, at their host. I can't talk and I can't speak. At their home in Los Feliz. Some people believe Manson ordered the murders because he thought it would kickstart his quote-unquote helter-skelter concept, while others think he believed that uh, the Tate house that still belonged to the music producer who he refused to give him a record deal to. <laughs> he had personal agendas attached to that shit, but he lied to his followers. Still, others claim that the murders were the Manson family's attempt to quote-unquote copycat murders designed to get their friend out of jail. No matter the motive, though, Commentators at the time saw the murders as the official end of the 60s culture of free love. The story has since inspired dozens of books, films, and documentaries. Third one. That ain't no fire. Someone's actually shooting a gun. Yeah. It's the last of us. Yeehaw, motherfucker. I love being out here in the damn bones. Nice. Better not come near my house. I got a gun in my bed. <laughs> if you need a papa, I ain't shooting that shit. Right. People's Temple. People's Temple. In the 50s, Jim Jones founded a church that would promote socialism and equality with religious elements of Christianity, okay? Mm -hmm. A charismatic hustler who faked faith healings by having an audience plant, pull chicken livers out of congregants' mouths. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this, this homie would, like, put them in the people that had already had the faith so that it looked like he was bringing out vile out of their mouth. That's some chick shit. I can't talk. Some manipulative type shit. There we go, y'all. Comment. As years went on, he demanded more and more of followers. In the 70s, Jones moved his group to California and set them up in a commune-like settlement in Redwood Valley. Jones eventually came to believe that nuclear war was imminent and moved his followers again to South America country in Guyana, which he thought would be outside the potential danger zone. The group lived there for several years as the People's Temple Agricultural Project, but after former members started speaking out against the church, San Francisco Congressman Leo Ryan decided to travel to Jonestown to investigate claims of abuse 
Temple security guards opened fire on Ryan's group, and back at the settlement, Jones ordered his followers to drink a cyanide-laced beverage. This is where the phrase, drink the Kool-Aid, originated from. A total of 918 people died in this incident. It's a lot. That Yeah, it was, it was a mass amount of people that wanted to leave or wanted to have connection with their families, and James wasn't allowing that. So they decided uh, somehow to get word out, and they did. Or I think the families were concerned, which is why the, the congressman ended up going where he did. Do you feel that that's a tad insensitive, though? Yeah. Because when people tell you, oh, don't be drinking that Kool-Aid now, it's along the terms of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we were some cruel-ass bitches back in the day. <laughs> that just seems so wrong. When I was reading, I was like, you know what? That is actually where that phrase came from. And knowing what I know now... What I knew then, I still knew the information and where it derived from. And I still would say, don't drink that. <laughs> it just seems mean now, though, now that I think about it at this point in time in my life. Oh, poor mama. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just getting soft. Heaven's Gates. That's the one. The founders, Marshall. I'm so sorry. Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles opened Heaven's Gate in the 70s. Their belief system revolved around aliens, spaceships, and an, in, an imminent recycling, excuse me, of the planet Earth. Yeah, he's like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? After Nettles died in 85, Applewhite took the group to even further extremes in and in 97. He began claiming that a spacecraft was following the hell bop comet. This spacecraft would carry the Heaven's Gate members to the next level of existence. Makes sense, you know? I think. Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? While living in a rented home in San Diego, Applewhite and 38 followers died by suicide by taking phenobarbital mixed with applesauce. They all wore the same uniform and Nike shoes and had $5.75 in their pockets. Why? I have no fucking clue, but each member did. As of today, the Heaven's Gate website still exists and is maintained by two of the group's followers. I didn't know that part. It's just some freaky dicky shit, man. I, why? You, okay, so we've got a spaceship that's following a comet that's going to come pick us up. Why can't they get me with my full fucking form, bro? Why do they need my spirit? That, I just, I don't know. I'm sure if I was part of that cult, I would understand it better. Because it's not so much, oh, you have to be weak-minded. No, it's all about manipulation tactics, gaslighting, as well as knowing what gets to your subject. Oh, the guy killed himself, too, so he, yeah. was, he was just actually insane. Well, Nettles had passed, his wife. So the man really didn't have anything else to live on for. Even though she died, when did she die? She died in 85. And after, uh, this happened in 97. So I was talking about like roughly a decade or so. Wow. So I don't, I don't know, maybe his brain just was just like, I'm checking out. Peace, bitches. Charlie. All right, so Branch Davidson. Da da David and, oh, fuck. I need to learn how to write. I don't even know why I wrote all this shit. I could have just... Did it through the computer. Anyway, controversial Indian guru Bhagwan Shri 
Rajneesh is, oh my, I'm butchering this shit. If I'm butchering anything, I do apologize. Rise to fame began in the 60s when he traveled throughout India, speaking out against socialism and the orthodoxy of mainstream religions. He also advocated for, I want an avocado. That sounds good right now. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Stop touching the mic, Charlie. You know what? He's trying to scratch his ass with it. That's what he's doing. Oh, Charlie. Anyway, uh, for more open-minded towards human sexuality, earning his reputation as the sex guru. By 1981, Rajneesh decided to refocus his efforts in the United States, and he opened a facility known as the Rajneesh Nafran. I don't know how to say that. In Wasco County, Oregon, causing a huge conflict with locals. Series of legal battles concerning the ashram's construction as well as a series of serious crimes committed by followers of the Ranish movement, including a mass food poisoning attack with salmonella bacteria, which is the first known bioterrorism attack in the U.S. history, and an attempt to assassinate the U.S. Attorney Charles H. Turner. Ranish blamed his personal secretary, Ma Nashila, and her supporters for those crimes, but he was later deported. He ended up returning to India, where he revived and ran the Prun Ashram until the death, until his death in 1990. So homie was able to live free and do whatever the fuck he wanted when he went back. Sounds nice. He went back home. Hey, Jesus, hey, oh, man. yo, we're doing a podcast here. He's so scared. What is he scared of? The explosions. She needs to quit being a little bitch. Oh my god. I'll give you some explosion. Come here, let me hit you in the face. You see them stars. Church of Jesus and Latter-day Saints. This Mormon movement first emerged in the early 20th century, so members could practice polygamy freely. Things took a turn for the worse when Warren Jeffs assumed leadership following his father's death in 2002. Get this, Papa. Within a week, he had married almost all his dad's wives. Damn. And decreed himself responsible for arranging marriages within the cult, including marriages between his followers and underage girls. In 2005, Jeff was charged with sexually assaulting two underage girls who he claimed to be his wives. He is currently serving life plus 20 years in the Texas State Prison. Texas. Boy, he's a freak. Yeah. That's nasty. So, like, your daddy had 20 wives and he dies, you just gonna marry them all? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, sounds about right. Can't let that pussy go to waste. I guess, shit, man. Yeah. What the, what the fuck was he? T- is one of them his mom? His actual mom? I'm curious. Uh. <laughs> Is there another one? No. Oh. CNN. This may have been one of the most dangerous cults in America history. This cult started off as a cult rehabilitation program. Charles Diedrich in 1958, CNN transformed into an alternative community center on group truth-telling sessions in the early 1960s, and by the 70s, it had evolved into the Church of Sionon. Over the years, Diedrich grew more and more hungry for power, charging his members exorbitant fees and forcing them to do taxing physical labor. He also developed a hit list for those who tried to shut his community down, which included lawyer Paul Morantz, who nearly died as a result of a murder attempt arranged by Diedrich. Eventually, Sinon was shut down <coughs> Excuse me, in 1991 due to, t- due to tax fraud. 
Destruction of evidence and terrorism. And Diedrich died six years later. Now I could have done more depth on. I could have done more depth on all of these. There's so much to uncover when it comes to every one of these stories. I just wanted to do a little bit of each one. And if you want to, if you want to pick a favorite, I can do one in particular, and we can dive more into that if you want to. Yeah. The family. <clears throat> Known one of Australia's most notorious cults, the family began with Anne Hamilton Byron. Byron. Byron? I don't know. Fuck it. A yoga teacher who believed herself to be a reincarnation of Jesus Christ himself. Really? Yeah. She teamed up with parapsychologist Rainier Johnson. Dude ain't doing no psychology if she thinks she's Jesus, but okay. In the mid-1960s to form what was initially known as the Great White Brotherhood. Sound like we're going a little radical and racial there, but okay, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll keep going. Over the course of several years, Hamilton Byron <clears throat> adopted 28 children by receiving the kids as gifts from members, as well as by falsifying papers to convince others to give their children up for adoption. All in hopes of creating a quote unquote master race that would survive the apocalypse she believed to be imminent. While other adults in the group were known as either adults or, I mean, aunties or uncles, Hamilton Bryan claimed to be the biological mother of all 28 children. She wasn't. That's what she's saying. She also told the kids she was Jesus Christ, and when they didn't live up to her exacting standards, they were beaten, starved, or dosed with LSD. Bitch was like, you going on a mad trip if you don't fucking do what I say. <laughs> the cult went undetected for years as the children were forced to hide <clears throat> whenever visitors arrived. But in 1987, the group's headquarters was finally raided and all children were removed from, their prim from the premises. Ms. Bryan was also ever charge uh was only charged with falsifying birth certificates in and in 2019 she died from dementia at 98 years old having never faced consequences for her actions really bitch died of dementia she didn't even know who the fuck she was <laughs> how the fuck she lived to 98 i don't know why these hoes like living so fucking long the most evil vile people be up there in their hundreds and shit. Children's tears. You know why? Because they ain't stressed. Yeah, they probably drinking fucking virgin's blood. Yeah. All this bullshit. Oh my God. Um, Shinrinkyo. I know I said that wrong, but anyway. Founded by Shoko Ashara in 1984. Hey, that's when I was born, yo. Oh my God. Ayum Shinrinkyo first made headlines in the late 18, in the late 80s. Amid accusations that Ashara was forced, forcing members to donate money to the group and holding them against their will. Like many cult leaders, Ashara believed in imminent doomsday again, this time caused by a world war started by the United States. According to him, only his followers would survive. In 1995, the group executed a sarin gas attack in the Tokyo subway, which caused the deaths of 12 people and injured 50 more. After that attack, Japanese authorities learned that the group had also been responsible for the murders of lawyer uh, Tutsumi, Sakamoto, who was working on a class action lawsuit against Awan Shikareo at the time of his death. The group also murdered his wife and child, by the way. Ashoka was eventually sentenced to death in 2018. See, this shit is like fucking recent, bro. There are still cults out there, and it seems like it's getting worse because people are fucking crazy. Anyway. Yeah. 
True Russian Orthodox Church, founded by Pyotr Knitsur Zolf. In 2007, around 30 members of the group hold themselves up in a Russian cave uh, near the village of Nikolsonovoye, Noye, I don't know, where Kuznetsov had them to, uh, to wait until the world ended in 2008. He didn't go into the cave with them, though. Just, just mind you, okay? He's like, y'all wait there. I, I, I got, I got a special place. I gotta wait. They believe things like credit cards and barcodes were satanic and threatened to kill themselves if any authorities tried to remove them from the cave. After two members died in the cave, one from uh, cancer and the other one from starvation, some members eventually decided to leave because they were worried about toxic fumes from the corpses. <laughs> Let's believe this madman and go shit and piss in a cave. Oh, but a dead body I have to lay next to. That's crossing the line, <laughs> motherfucker. That's crossing the line. But anyway, in May of that year, the cave was eventually blown up after authorities removed the bodies of the dead. Wow. What happened to this fool? What happened to Pietro? I have no idea. I just, like I said, I can't get into more of these. It's just, it's just really summaries. The movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. Why are these fucking titles so long? So know. are they called T F T R O T T C O T? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> this sect formed in the Kanungu district of, Unga of Uganda in the 1980s and taught its members that they had to follow the Ten Commandments in order to survive the apocalypse, which the leaders believed was coming in 2000. We have so many apocalypses is coming, okay? Yeah. Oh, this one's nice. Watch, watch, watch. Listen, listen. When January 1st of 2000 passed without incident, members began to question why their leaders had failed to get their apocalypse date right. And leaders then predicted that the real one would come on March 17th of 2000. It didn't. Oh. Sorry. It did. Excuse me. But not because of anything supernatural. The leader set fire to the movement church, killing as many as 530 people God. inside of it. Authorities later discovered the bodies of more victims at the group's other properties in Uganda and concluded that the leaders had orchestrated the killing in response to turmoil caused by their repeated failure to protect the fucking apocalypse, bro. They wanted to be right so bad. They're like, fuck you, followers. You know what? This is your last day, bitches. No matter what, this is your last day. That is nothing to laugh about. That's really fucking heinous. But, bro, how are you going to be like that petty? Like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what? It's coming March 17th. I promise you this time. And then you fucking set the world on fire for them? What's wrong with you? All right, this is the last one. Order of the Solar Temple. Founded in Switzerland in 1984 by Joseph D. Mambro and Luke Jure, the Order of the Solar Temple traced its roots to the medieval Knights Templar, but also thought the world would end in the 1990s. Things took a turn in 1994 when DiMambro reportedly ordered the murder of an infant in Quebec. Later that year, more than 50 members of the group were murdered or they died by suicide, and the group's buildings were destroyed by fire. Additionally, members died by suicide in 1995 and in 1997. Wildly, the order 
of the solar temple still remains active today and boasts several hundred members. Today? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's still going on. I still kill people. I have no fucking clue. But know, it's, it's still, yeah, she's still alive and functioning today. She's like, nah, player, you ain't gonna get, you ain't gonna bring this church down. Church of faith. <laughs> so what did you think of all the, the cults? Uh, they all died really, uh, really shittily. Very much so. And it's always in the name, of, not even in the name of God, but in the name of Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. So did the leaders believe this shit themselves? Or, cause I'm it, sure some of them did. I remember pieces of, of uh, was it James Jones, Jones James, James uh, the one of Jamestown with yeah. Kool-Aid? I, I did watch a documentary about that, and he didn't drink the Kool-Aid. He didn't? He made sure someone shot him in the fucking head. Yeah. That bitch didn't even go down with the his followers the way he wanted his followers to go out. He went down a different... <laughs> it's, I just... I don't know. I know why he did it, because he knew shooting that important man from California, there was no going back. He was going to be got. And there was no way that anyone is going to got him or his followers. Yeah. So man had an ego. He had a fucking ego trip. This was all about his fucking ego and the fact that I'm not going to get got, motherfucker. You are. And then he flips the bird and he shoots himself and he kills everybody. Infants, babies, women, men, didn't matter. If they were not going to drink the Kool-Aid, or I, I think it was it was Kool-Aid with cyanide and some sugar. I don't remember how it went. But if they weren't going to drink it, they are going to get shot in the face. Damn. Yeah. No, he, he was he was hell-bent. It did not matter. And a lot of these, that's, that's, that's what I see in these cults, is that if you're not going to follow me, then you have hell to pay. It feels kind of narcissistic. And I think if I didn't really get to research a lot of it, but I, I remember reading pieces of it about cult leaders have some form of narcissism. Obviously, you have to have some kind of fucking form of narcissism. In order to not just, because you're not only just trying to get these people to follow you, you have to make sure that they believe your bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of manipulation and gaslighting has to be a part of it. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you find anything interesting? Did you learn anything? Quite a bit, yeah. Right? Sounds about I, I didn't really know uh, like most of those cults existed. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. And I'm sure there's, there's plenty more that came in, but these were just... The worst of the worst, the yeah. ones that killed a lot of people, the ones that were extreme, devout to what God? I mean, I don't want to be poking holes in anything, but does anyone really know who they worship? I don't think they do. I don't think they do. It's it's kind of sad because when I mean, I am not to be shitty towards any Catholics or towards any Christians. This is the road that I walked. And that is a past road, and I don't understand it. I was baptized Catholic, but then when my mother decided she wanted to be Christian, then I became Christian. I really had no say in the matter. But on both sectors, Catholic or Christian, there is no name for God. And if there is, I, I didn't learn it. I didn't learn it. I wasn't given God's name. And it's like walking around saying, this is my husband, man. Yahweh. <laughs> it's like... No, no, what's your husband's name, man? That's his name, man. Or isn't there like a, there, isn't like some kid's name, their name is Guy? I think so, yeah. 
Uh, oh, so, so, so hippie and intelligent, I guess. I don't know, but I'm just saying a lot of other religions have their hold on who they're worshiping. They know their God's name. So I, I'm just, I'm just curious, bro. If you're going to follow somebody, you at least got to know their name, baby. Because yeah. you could be, I mean, it, it could be any God entity that you're praying to. And you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't know. Maybe I'm just splitting hairs, just blowing ass out. I'm blowing ass out. <laughs> blowing smoke out of my ass. Where the fuck am I? It's time for me to go to bed. That's where the fuck I am. Well, thank you guys so much for listening today. If you like, go ahead and share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And I will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Okay. Oh, yeah.